Good morning. It is what? What is the date? It's the eighteenth of May. We've already gone through half of the month. It's the Biz Small Business Support Group uh, live here on Facebook, on YouTube, and now on podcast. How exciting is that? That's all down to Grant's Grant's fault. There he is. So give me a bit more work to do. That's fantastic. Uh, Mark's in the house with his flags. (laughs) That's your fault completely. Hey. (laughs) I wouldn't have gone down the podcast route. (laughs) Um, So, uh, yeah, we're going to change the structure slightly (laughs) because now we're doing podcasts. It's fine. It's all good. Uh, If you do want to visit any of the podcasts, they are uh, hopefully within about 48 hours. Uh, the shows will be up all on your uh, personal podcast platforms. Uh, so if you've got iTunes or you listen to it on Spotify or anything like that, uh, you should be able to get the Small Business Support Group podcast on there. You don't get our pretty faces, though. You just get our glorious voices. Great. Excellent. All right, Mark? Is that a relief? Yeah, it's, face- <laughs> it's got a face from radio. Perfect. Uh, Oh, someone's just put a message up. Lost track of days. Oh, lost track of days ago. Okay, fair enough. Uh, good morning, David. Thanks for watching. Um, so today, we're just going to run down quickly what we're talking about. Maz, what you were talking about today on the show? So I was going to talk about how uh, the Tube service has been resumed by 70% and also uh, how Alok Sharma, I think his name is, uh, yeah. they've spoken about a vaccine that they're going to, that they're developing. Excellent. Brilliant. Okay, we'll be talking about that in a minute. And uh, Grant, what are you bringing to the table today? Uh, I can talk about my little adventure on Friday, my experience in the wide world. So that should Excellent. be a bit of fun. That, that's going to be exciting. Uh, are you also mentioning uh, London Wheel as well, briefly? I think I will. would like to do at the end a bit of the news behind the news, just talk that's about cool. yeah, some of the censorship yeah, that's I've, going I've on got, on YouTube. I've got a couple of things, I've got a couple of things uh, to do on that as well. You've got a slight delay, Grant, just to let you know, but you may be, I, I think you've got a wobbly Wi-Fi. It's all cool there. It's only a second. I have. Mark, what, what, uh, what did you want to talk about, Mark? I want to continue with the whole, um, you know, government's decision with furlough to extend it to October and what that really means to, uh, employees and businesses after July the 31st. Because as we know, it's going to go down to 50% and whether they still have a job at the end of it. Okay, brilliant. Uh, I'm just talking about stuff which is not on topic. So that will be basically a a parallel universe that's going backwards and sex dolls at football grounds. I'll leave it there. Right. Okay. So we're going to go over to... Okay. <laughs> yeah, don't panic. It's all right. It's all in good taste. Maz, over to you. Oh, no, I'll just cut her off. There we go. That's better. <laughs> Hello, yeah, you're not, you're not, it feels now, Maz. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Matt. Hello and good morning to everybody. Good morning to our listeners. And we are in the ninth week of lockdown and we've, we've made it. So I was reading the news this morning and one of the headlines was that commuters are returning to work and they will face major changes on the railway services because the tube services um, are being returned to 70% of capacity. And I think it should have maybe been 100% to make it easier to maintain social distancing. You know, I was reading that travellers will be required to wear face coverings during their journey you now need to reserve a seat in advance if you have to travel or you face not being able to board. 
Also, there'll be no food served on trains and passengers will be discouraged from eating their own food and drink on board. Operators will now also have the power to close busy platforms and use social media to warn passengers to stay away. I mean, can't believe that it's taken coronavirus to force the rail companies to make sure you get a seat for your vastly overpriced ticket. You know, when I've done the commute from Houston back to where I am in Birmingham and I've paid a hefty price for my ticket, sometimes I've stood throughout the whole journey. I mean, all of these arrangements, and yet we have the mayor, Sadiq Khan, who is allowed to reintroduce the congestion charge and indeed increase increasing it which will undoubtedly push more people towards you know the tube in london surely you'd think that they'd have some sort of coordinated approach i mean so many mixed messages for example you know the face coverings i know that grant sent us some pictures and he's going to share his journey where you know the there was a picture that he sent where it said face coverings should be used while traveling. I mean, maybe maybe they should have rephrased that and said face coverings have to be worn before you get on the train. I mean, one minute the government is saying face masks actually don't work. Then we're told, mm, we've changed our minds. Yes, they do. And then they're saying, well, actually, do you know what? You can make your own from a bit of clothing because that works. And then they're saying, mm, no, actually, only medical grade face masks work. You know, now we've got go to work, but try not to use public transport, use your own vehicle. And if you use your own vehicle and you're in London, actually, we've now bumped up the congestion charge to 15 pound a day. But oh, the car parks are still closed. So maybe, you know what, use public transport. So, I suppose then, Mr. Johnson, you're a great leader. And as you can see, Mr. Sadiq Khan is working really hard for the London Transport. Then, moving over to the other side, we've got the business secretary, Alok Sharma, who has announced that Britain will get first access to a coronavirus vaccine being developed by the Oxford University with a pharmaceutical giant called, uh, I think it's called AstraZeneca, who are poised to make 30 million for the UK by September. If, if, he said, it works. But Mr. Sharma has warned that there are no certainties regarding the vaccine and has said that it could actually prove not to be effective. You know, he's pledged an additional 84 million pounds to accelerate the development of the vaccine on top of a previous 47 million pot of cash so that mass production can start as soon as possible if it's proved to be effective. So an untested vaccine which is not proven to work and which may well have dangerous side effects gets quarter of a billion of our money thrown at it. I mean are these people determined to bankrupt the country or what? Doesn't it all sound a bit premature? Doesn't there have to be extensive testing on animals and humans to eliminate risk of harmful side effects? And how are they gonna make 100 million of vaccines that 
work in a couple of months' time when they don't even know how this virus works, how it spreads, how much it mutates. Hundreds of scientific groups, universities, pharma giants all over the world are in agreement that if, and that's an if in capital letters, there will be a vaccine, it will only be ready to go into production at the earliest at the end of this year. How much we all want a, a cure available ASAP. We all do. But I'm afraid, you know, that this is another optimistic and reckless claim of the UK government. I mean, if you watched the conference yesterday and you watched Alok Sharma, he ignored question after question, as he does. It's like they're making it up as they go along. You know, it was only a few weeks ago that they were saying we actually need 18 months minimum. So what changed overnight? This entire virus is raising a lot of suspicious eyebrows. I think it's time that we ended this circus. We got the teachers, actually, no, sorry, the kids back to school, and we all got back to work. I don't know, over to you guys. Well, I'm talking about the, uh, so Grant, it's really confusing what's happening here because Grant's frozen on one and he's on another one so we can get two Grants. <laughs> <laughs> that is weird. There he goes. Um, I'm, I, yeah, I'm picking up on the masks because obviously Grant uh, was wearing a mask on, um, mm. on Friday when he went down to London. Uh, where did you get the mask from, Grant? Was that something you bought online? Or uh, it... My actual, my, my dad got a few. I don't know where he got them from. But he's got All a few right. in his garage. If anybody's got, you know, they're ten or each. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't don't inflate them too much. Um, well, I've ordered some. I've ordered some. Have you? Yeah, um, so um, he's got a few. I've got to say, it was absolutely horrible wearing a mask. It's it? really hard to breathe. Um, uh, you know, it's not. I mean, I need uh, if you got one with like probably ventilators on it. But this was just a piece of material uh, yeah. went over your nose and then. Uh, it was it was really hard to breathe. We know our mask. And, and to be honest, I was sat on that tube with nobody else on it. There were no. some guys in the in the other tube next to me when I first got on, um, and they weren't wearing masks. They were just like young lads. Uh, there was one other person on it for about five minutes who did have a mask on, but I didn't bother wearing it after that. Everybody else left the tube. I I, I, I literally I, I I was struggling to breathe. Well, I mean it. it it made me feel I mean, really what, sorry for blooming, you know, nurses doctors and doctors. nurses having to wear them all day they long. May, I mean, bloody hell. They may, they may have a slightly better quality one, do you think? Or do you think that was the... Maybe, was that yeah. one of those PP... Is it PPF or something? I, what's the... I don't know. I it don't doesn't know, matter. Mate. I didn't even look. It, I just took it out and put good. it on, you know. I didn't think about it. I think it's essential that we have these because even if it just reduces it by 20%, 30%, just do it. Just wear one. You know, nothing wrong. You know, you're going to look a bit of an idiot, but everybody's yeah. going to look an idiot. Can we get Mark, back? What do you think? Can we get back to the crux of it all? Testing, oh, here we go. testing, testing, testing. They reckon eighty percent. Always for all So why sitting there worrying about it? Yeah, breaking up slightly there, Mark. Um, He's I, got a point, I, though, hasn't he? I mean, yeah. you know, for, for all I know, I had it. I mean. I've, Andy's convinced I did have it. <laughs> well, I think I was, you did. I was ill with all the symptoms so, in late Feb. Um, well, they're, and, they're saying you know, that people I, had um, had cases of it back in December. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, I, well one thing that did make me think about it was that when I was on the on, when I was wearing the face mask on Friday, um, 
my chest is still not 100 percent having been ill in february so i've still got a tight chest now i can still yeah. feel it i saw something on the radio saying that it's you know some people um you know they it leaves them with scarring on the lungs having had covid19 yeah which would kind of suggest that that's what i'm i'm still feeling now with the slight you know it's it's just you know you just you just know you're not 100 percent when you take a deep breath yeah you're perfectly yeah. you know fine in every other respect i've stopped coughing now and all that kind of stuff um but it, yeah it just make you wonder so like like mark said if i could have a test to say yeah you've got it you've had it and you've still got the antibodies you know and and i'd be like the and there must be there must be millions of people that are in the same boat as me that potentially have had it so so would that, that equate to the money spending on astrazeneca uh, the drug company maz instead of spending that money on them spend it on the testing mm. and then we can actually get because I saw on the news in the sun, uh, and I know it was the sun, but it was on the news feed on the phone. Um, Is it the sport? Uh, yeah, no, not quite. <laughs> rioting or, or at least demonstrating in London in the parks, saying this is this is a, a fake. It, it's hoax. It's you trying to inject your unwanted, uh, you know, uh, tests on us. And to track it, trackers, it's against our civil liberties. Now, you could take it that far, but the fact is, why are they pushing on something like Mass says that the rest of the World Health Organization have said there is going to be nothing to the latter end of this year, if not the beginning of next? And we're now, and uh, University of Central London, I've got the answer, and we should have it by June. We all want the answer, but don't give us full totes. I think. There's a lot of inconsistent messages, and we were saying this because Alok Sharma is actually the business secretary for Britain, and they're going by this vaccine, and as I said, the pharmaceutical giant is AstraZeneca, and, you know, he's pledged 84 million when they've already got the 47 million pounds, and what yes. he also said yesterday when I was listening to him, he said it could prove not to be effective. Well, actually, to already give the 47 million, then the 84 million pounds on top was something that actually could not be effective. It's just, I think it's disgraceful, to be quite honest with you. Um, again, with the masks, you know, mixed messages. Yes, they work. Yes, they don't. Use a sock. Use your bed. I mean, like, seriously, I think masks should be available everywhere. If they're needed on tubes, then have them at the tube stations. If people are not wearing them, hand them out and say you've got to wear them before you get on the tube, it's like Grant said, some are wearing them, some aren't. Yes, the, there's, there's messages there as you're going down or coming up the escalators. But seriously, you know, the government needs to be consistent. It's like, a, it's a circus now. Well, it is. I mean, it, it's, you know, because we keep doing stuff slowly and we're late with the, uh, with certain things. So they're looking, we're looking at other countries all the time to see how they're doing yeah. it. So we've looked at everybody else doing the schools and they've gone, we're doing yeah. the schools. Brilliant. Well, why aren't we following them on the masks? Because virtually all the other countries have said, if you go out, put a mask on. Why aren't we? What is the problem with saying it? I don't understand what the problem is. It takes London. Is it because uh, there's not enough of them? Well, yes, I, sp I suppose there is that side of things, but any mask will do it. Any, any mask will reduce the, the the chance of infection, and that's where it should be laid. Not that it will stop it altogether, but it will reduce it, and that's where it needs. But I've ordered, as I said, I've ordered some. 
And so I'll, I'll wear them. I'll go out and wear them. I don't care. You can wear it on the show, though. I can wear it on the show. Uh, that's not a problem. I mean, me personally, it's like what Grant said. I feel really, you know, I do go out and I'm happy to wear gloves, but wearing a mask, I feel really uncomfortable, claustrophobic. But I know that if it needs be, I will do it. But then again, you know, it's about common sense. If it's going to help us relax the, the, the yeah. lockdown and yeah. get get Britain moving, as Mark keeps saying, then wear a frigging mask. Well, look, right. when I go from my couch to 5K, I don't, I'm not going to wear a mask. I'm going to cough all over people. No, joking. No. Oh, what, a, what a wonderful <laughs> person you are. No. I, I, anyway, I, over to Marcus. Let's see what he's got to say and how many people he can upset. I, I do I do turn away. <laughs> turn away. And yeah, what they're saying to us is we need to be fresh air. We need to obviously get the fresh air into our lungs, social distancing. It's okay to go to the park, you know, and you can meet someone outside of your family two meters. That is what they're saying. But they're also saying that we need to use common sense. So that's what it's about here, Matt. Is if you're gonna go in a shop. You know, oh, watch this. And if I you thought, I thought, oh, you're going to go on the sorry, tube, you, you, need a mask. you need a mask. But like, get let's get back to the first issue. Uh, is something that I feel that businesses still need to be looking at. Individuals still need to be looking at because end of July, you cannot bury your head in the sand and say, "Look, you know, I still got a job." I'm still going to be able to go to work once the government stop supporting 80% of your wage. From August the 1st, 7.5 million um, people will be asked, you know, by their employers to contribute half of their, um, you know, furlough wage, and it'll be reduced down to 60%. I can honestly say, from my point of view, number of people, number of employers have already got plans to get rid of them, to get rid of uh, people will they want to because they have no other choice but to do that now the simple fact is if you're in business right now you have to make tough decisions if you're an employee you need to be asking your employer what tough decisions are going to be faced to them on the 31st of july and whether you still have a job get yourself ready don't bury your head in the sand because the economy and the uk cannot afford to keep on paying your wages they're not paying mine they're paying yours, so get ready to get to uh, back to work or find another job. I mean, is anybody? I haven't spoke to anybody who's been furloughed who's been worried about losing their job yet. Is that? But that's is, is this something like. that's sort of in the background. No, yeah, yeah. I've got a. Uh, I won't obviously name the company, but I've got a, a, hmm. a friend of mine who's a, a project manager of an electrician company. They've got uh, something like forty engineers on furlough. Uh, and they are busy. They're getting busy. They've got to pat test a lot of buildings to get them back. But they've already made a list of people that they're looking to obviously not return under the two-year rule of, um, you know, your employment contract because they've, they've worked it out. They don't necessarily need it. And one or two people in that organization, and I dare say across the UK in other businesses, organizations, have said, no, I'm not coming to work. No, you can't force me to do an extra day's admin work. I'm on furlough. Yeah, I get it. But they're also saying, I'm a small business. You take that attitude with me, you're already on the blacklist to go. Another friend working, uh, you know, long distance, lower driver, was doing a warehouse job for a while. He's been told he's been made redundant. What my point is here, businesses will have to make tough decisions. Yes, 
but don't leave it to your employer and get to the end of uh, July and say, fantastic, I've had a great time. Get ahead of the game. Use this opportunity to have a, uh, a meaningful, engaged conversation with your employer to say, look, no, no, there's no issue here. I know things are going to happen, but if you can't keep me on, if there is a, a, a chance of me losing my job, can you let me know? And obviously, the government are covering it till end of July. So I've got that time to prepare my CV, get myself ready, get myself work ready. No, that's, yeah, um, it is, I don't know. I, I've, I've got no answer or comment on that, really, because it's, uh, I mean, being self-employed is different, isn't it? But it's... Can I can I chip in? Because yeah, mate, go on. I, yeah, so so um, I think what we've got to remember here we're we're in completely you know how many times have we heard un unprecedented times we really are. The government stepped in with the furlough, um, using you know a word furlough. Who knew who knew what that was before a few months ago? You know, it's like it's a true. completely made up word. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure they did that just so they didn't end up with any kind of legal wrangles down the line because furlough's got a specific definition that they didn't adhere to. Um, so I'm sure I'm sure that's why furlough's been made up. But let's face it, the idea with furlough was that if you were going to make redundancies, then instead of making somebody redundant, you can furlough them. So these people effectively would have already lost their job. That's the, that was the that was the principle behind it. Um, now, unless something's changed, and we all know it hasn't for mo in most cases between now and then, when the furlough scheme finishes, they're effectively redundant, aren't they? Um, that that's 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 what's going to happen. So there is going to be mass redundancies. Now, the only variable on that is that what companies will have to consider is um, if people have been in contract and they've been working for them more than two years, certainly in the UK, um, then there's going to be redundancy payouts, which is always a big consideration for businesses because that, you know, if a business is struggling and then they've got a load of redundancy payouts to, to, to pay out, um, then they're going to be in trouble um, if they're already struggling to pay out a lot of redundancies. They've got staff that have been with them for a while. The other consideration is that... Um, uh, there's a there's a thing where if the business goes under, um, then redundancies can be claimed from the government. There's a there's a scheme for that. It's been ages since I've had to look into that, but I know Andy Moore would be a good one to to kind of talk about that. So there's yeah. all sorts of considerations for both the government and these businesses. Um, now, so I think anybody that is not anticipating mass redundancies coming up is going to be quite naive because we all know there's certain sectors that have been absolutely decimated by this you know if you think about the the, uh, the travel sector airlines holiday industry um, leisure industry gyms restaurants hotels you know huge huge businesses in these industries that have been completely decimated and may not come back for you know could be could be years before they make a full comeback the redundancies are going to be huge in those industries um whether we like it or not that's uh some really good points you've raised on the furlough and i as i say i don't understand it so it wasn't uh not i don't employ anybody as that in that way so it was uh, i've never really looked into it as you just said well, what the government the have done is they've given they've given people a stay of execution yeah. to see if there's an opportunity for them to carry on working that's what the furlough is it's basically they've given those people their salary even albeit 80 percent in a period where they would have just been made redundant that that right. was the purpose of it now i'm sure there's plenty of businesses 
that took advantage of it and and perhaps they didn't need to furlough people but they did they took advantage of it you know right. i haven't furloughed any of my staff um right. you know there's an argument to say that I, I i could have done i could have furloughed some of my staff and taken on lower priced freelancers to do the work um and then just gave them the job back at the end and save myself some money um but i'm sure there's plenty of businesses big businesses that have done that kind of thing so for example question came up yesterday I had, by the way, I should have put this as on my agenda at the beginning, the most amazing Sunday lunch yesterday. <laughs> it was just absolutely awesome. Ordered it through the app from the Orange oh, okay. Tree right. down the road. Yeah. Um, but there's a business, for example, you know, that, that have now got a thing where they're doing um, three days a week. They are they are doing um, uh, fantastic takeaway food. Um now they their their staff they can't they had to go through this process they can't furlough them because they've still got to work but they're only working part time so the staff are, are going to take a drop in salary or or and this was the consideration I wonder whether restaurants have got this 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 consideration is do they furlough everybody and then just take on temporary staff to manage the takeaway service and then when everything comes back to you know some kind of normality. They decide whether they make redundancies or whether they take back on the original staff and get rid of the temporary staff in the meantime. Um, so there's all sorts of considerations for businesses that are having a go that aren't trading fully, like restaurants, you know, and and, and businesses that are, that are trying to diversify where they need some kind of staff. They need something to keep keep the wheels turning. Um, but if they take if they if they that means it's their existing staff, they lose they lose the furlough and the existing staff are on a reduced salary. I spoke to a friend of mine at the weekend who's actually working full time, but he's only on half salary. He's being paid half salary. And he and because the business has still got to operate, but it's operating on, you know, uh, a limited amount of revenue. It's not earning anywhere near as much. And therefore, the staff are all on 50 percent salary because they can't be furloughed. Yeah, it's um, I think it's going to be yeah, it is going to be crunch time over the next few weeks, isn't it? That's the thing. It's uh, it, it is scary. It really will be. It's it uh, really will be. But that, but as ever, there's also lots of opportunities, opportunities that's going to be out yeah. there as well. I think was I think Mark well, I've was got a good one that. for you there, Matt. Go I've, on, before yeah, he yeah. jumps in, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of steal his thunder here. If you are right. made redundant and you've got a large sum of money sitting in your bank account through redundancy, and you want to set up your own business. Come and have a chat with me. <laughs> or Mark. Ever the uh, opportunity. Or, or me. <laughs> well, no, yeah. it's right. I mean, if you feel, if people feel that they, you know, and there's and th th there is a lot of people who are advertising franchises and stuff at the moment. There is. It's, it's, there's lots of it out there. Because these type of situations, when people make redundant, they get some money, and they have that thought for a second, oh, shall I go self-employed? Shall I work for myself? Mm. And it is, it is great. It's it's flaming <laughs> it's flaming hard work but it's 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 it's, it's not really rewarding option. it's not an easy option but it's great though matt grant mark i was gonna say and invest in your public speaking skills <laughs> oh you're just slipping that in there yeah okay what about yeah, if you're gonna be an entrepreneur you need yeah. public speaking skills Speak how, to you, how you come across because we all know what words equate to body language is 55 percent of what you say is that it? Okay, go. I'm up, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> she was horrible earlier. Can I just say, Mark, yeah, can I just no, stop you a minute? No, 
yeah, yeah. Business, the business growth network, which I was on this morning. I don't you were you were watching with Grant and and Maz hosted it, and it she obviously that just took control of the of the situation. Uh, and there's ladies, twenty people on there, okay. and she but she was cutting them off. Forty five seconds, bang! Just, <laughs> and it was the funniest thing because I was speaking to Maz about it. She was letting people speak, and there was a, a a lady on there who was eloquent. She wrote everything down, and she was obviously frightened of going over the 45 seconds. And she went over by a couple of seconds, so she did a lovely little speech. She said, and don't forget, you can get me at... And then she cut her off before she could say where she could get her from. And then, and then Mark sent me a message. He goes, whoa, you're laden sugar, you are... <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, let, you gotta let people say where they're from. <laughs> Sorry, so anyway, right. it was a great right. morning. It was a great right. morning. Thank you for the constructive feedback, Matt. That, yeah, that not was, too quick on the fingers. That was my <laughs> real, real uh, point. There, there's an opportunity for the entrepreneurs that are born doing their own business, but those who are made made from situations like this. So it's a great chance for you to get yourself out there running your own business doing your own thing and living the dream if you've always thought that if you're sitting right now and thinking to yourself actually i don't want to go back to work be honest with your employer so it makes it easier for them to make decisions to get rid of you now just going on uh, matt's point with maz you know the feedback i had though was that you were brilliant you held the room you really did you you held that meeting thank you and that's what it's about. So if anyone wants to come to a business growth network for free, you to get, <laughs> get What about get, me? Get money, money. Yeah, Matt, you complain all the time. You get never get Grant, he always says, I never get any leads, never get any leads. Everyone said after he did his 10-minute presentation, which Maz had to prompt him about, oh, I forgot to do one. Yes, you <laughs> are <laughs> Everyone afterwards was like, oh, how much, how much? I want to speak to Matt. <laughs> well, and on, on Friday when I spoke to Matt, he goes, Maz, I hate doing these presentations. Do you really want me to do one? <laughs> yeah, I just don't, I don't, I don't like him. I do him, but I but really Matt, don't enjoy him. you were amazing. You were so good this morning. You were charismatic. You had energy. Whoa. You were like, wow. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it, it was it was good and it was very fruitful so thank you very much for inviting me on this morning right we are we are running uh out of time so we've got some bits and pieces to get through here because we do want to do uh news behind the news so uh, let's just get the ban up so grant do you want to do you want to talk about your just your little trip to london and i, I know you briefly touched about on it and and how it was but uh yeah i mean i think just, just to say, really, that um, it was uh, it was quite quite weird uh, the trip to London. I must say, I, I left from um, the NEC station in the, in Birmingham, just outside Birmingham, um, which obviously the NEC is normally absolutely thriving. Round there, it's usually really really busy. I was the only one on the platform. It was really really weird. It was like watching a film. It felt like I was in like twenty eight days later or something like that. Um, Got on the train. Really? It was virtually empty. <laughs> there you go. Um, and it looks like uh, he's in Prodigy. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, just to say, Maz, they they the uh, you mentioned about the trains and about the the food and stuff on the trains. The food uh, uh, cart um, was open. So, was um, oh, wow. but what they did was they uh, they 
they basically the carriage leading up to the bit where you buy the food and there was somebody manning the food the food um, counter uh, was all cordoned off so i guess that was just in case there was a queue or anything like that maybe there was bear in mind i traveled at about 11 uh, half, uh 20 past 10 i caught the train so it was after rush hour so the ver the um and it was on um what what was virgin I forget what it is now the pendolino and i went to houston uh houston was really deserted you probably saw the pictures i've done a little video actually and put it onto um instagram um just to show people what it's like um, but then once i got outside um the actual roads were quite busy not as busy as normal but it was like getting back to normality so so clearly people are avoiding tr public transport you know massively um and then the roads are fairly busy um, and yeah, it was, so it was, it was, a uh, on the way home, it was Friday night, um, mid afternoon, that journey back from London on the road on the M40 back up to the Midlands is usually really, really busy. And it was just, it was quite quiet. So everybody is adhering to, you know, I can, I can say from experience, having traveled out the, the wider world, people are adhering to the lockdown. They do seem to be being sensible. There were probably about 50% of people were wearing face masks, I would say um and you know it was I, I felt quite you know um what's the word um i felt safe and i and i, and I felt quite um encouraged that people are paying attention that's good no that's good i'm, I'm glad to hear that actually i'm glad to hear that just had a quick comment coming um darren our friendly darren with the segways he says uh, you can have a, a, a segway tour franchise if you want one so if anybody's, <laughs> if anybody's interested in that. After the lockdown, we're going to have to go and see Darren. And we're going to have to be on this. Oh, we no, are, definitely. No. Darren needs to be emailed and say, we've all got complimentary segues for the day. Like, yeah, come on, Darren. I, th I think we can sort that out. We can sort that out, definitely. Um, so uh, did you want to quickly talk about uh, London Real, uh, Grant? Because uh, obviously you, 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 that was the first thing you wanted to talk about this morning, being banned from YouTube and destroying a business. Has he frozen? Yeah, I think yes. Has frozen. I love, I the way I love it. I, I love it where he freezes. Oh, you've gone as well. Is it just oh. us, please? Oh, no. <laughs> it's just me and you. Where's where? Okay. Now I'm moving. You're moving. Okay. Maybe we can't talk about that then. I, I don't know what he was talking about. So we'll just. I, I'll I talk about one. No, we don't. But anyway, so let me just talk about what I'm going to talk about, which is first of all. Oh yeah. Sex dolls at football grounds. It's uh, oh no, hang on a minute. Grant's in again. He's doubled up again. Look. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to talk about sex dolls at football grounds, and you're probably thinking, why are you talking about that, Matt? Well, the football uh, season started in well restarted in Japan to empty stadiums, and they came up with a great idea to put sex dolls into the audience or the, and, and sit them around the ground so it looked like there was <laughs> it looked like there was people there <laughs> oh my god I, I don't know what i don't the know face what that's actually a good idea aren't they they cover up the gaping mouth <laughs> <laughs> it is no we've lost mazzy i don't know if we've offended her i'm not sure but right, the, the next um the next thing we were you talking about <laughs> uh, is and this is serious now I was I read this this morning and I I can't believe we haven't talked about it before. But uh, NASA and this is directly from them. They have found particles 
of a parallel universe. Now, this is okay. All right, I can understand that. But when they, when I was reading the article to find out how they found particles, they've got this massive project. Let me just take that uh, that banner down so you can see. They've got this massive project in the Arctic that's um, they're, they're they're flying balloons, uh, technical balloons, quite high up. Um, uh, into into the, the stratosphere because it's very clean air and they can be very high sensitive equipment and it's picking i mean look at that that looks like a science fiction movie um and it's picking up particles these particles i know it's nothing to do with what we're talking about but it's, i'm just impressed they've been looking for the big bang particles from when it started uh and they found those which go into the into our planet and they go through the planet but now they've picked up particles that are coming out of the planet. And they're saying this is a parallel universe that's running in reverse, which is even more mind-bending. And I, 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 don't know, I don't know if you've heard about this, Grant. I know you you know about parallel universes. You've talked about it with them before. But it I've not. Is running... I, I, I thought you I were mean... being sarcastic when you sent me that oh, no. message. No, no, this is what it is. I wow. thought you were... Yeah, and it, it's... No, it's... no, I've not, I've not... You Google it. That Google sounds it. awesome. They've... And because of the lockdown, they found this information on the 8th of April. And they've only just started releasing the, the data about it. And there is actually, uh, in the New Scientist um, uh, uh, online system, that they've got an article about it in the, on the 8th of April. But we have, they found some sort of parallel universe that I don't know how they understand how it's reverse and going backwards in time. So is that starting from where we end? That, that's starting to mess with my head already. And going it's backwards to the dinosaurs? <laughs> That is just mind blowing. So, if you anything else you're going to do today, Google Parallel Universe NASA. I'll, I'll have a look. And have a look at that. <laughs> uh, that is about that it. That one's um, classic. I, th I think Maz, uh, a, a connection dropped. I don't think it was because of the what we were talking about. Um, so that is it for today. We're back tomorrow. We've got a couple of special guests this week as well, which we'll uh, we'll talk about later in the week. Uh, uh, don't forget you can get the podcast of the show on your favourite podcast portal uh, and also at Anchor, our friends at Anchor FM uh, which is uh, who are supporting our podcast thanks for Grant for putting me in making me think about doing that so it takes an hour a day it's fine <laughs> um, <laughs> so <laughs> thanks it's um, all my fault <laughs> it's all your fault and I'm so busy today yeah. anyway Mark thanks a lot Grant yeah. we'll see you tomorrow <laughs> Take care. Brilliant. Cheers, guys. Bye-bye.